Welcome to the audio ministry of Love Foundation Christian Center, a place to find God's love. Pastors Osage and Bridget Airboard teach the word with simplicity and truth. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message inspires and encourages you. Enjoy the message. Today we're going to be looking at, look, taking the offering still in the same light. We're going to be looking at redeemed from the cause of poverty. Amen. Poverty is a cause. Poverty is a cause, but we have been redeemed from it. There are too many people still out there poor. That's the reason why we preach this gospel. Even though they are fighting against the, the gospel of prosperity, they want to believe that, that they've been delivered from other things, but not poverty. But we have been delivered from poverty. Amen. Hallelujah. Because when Adam sinned, Adam became poor. Anything that is outside of God is poor. It's less than the best. It's actually dead. And so Adam was poor. He was driven out of the garden. Even though he had lands to till, to toil, but he had to do it toiling. And the land was resisting him. But we have been delivered from every kind of resistance. The Bible lets us know in Deuteronomy 28, it lets us know about the cause. That the cause is out there and he begins to tell us all of these things about the cause. He says that the heavens will be brass. The earth will be iron. In other words, no favor is coming from anywhere. The earth will not yield to you. And even if you manage to plant anything that comes, somebody else will eat it. It will fail. It will spoil. Even when you do it, there will be sorrow along with it. That's, that's, that's the cause that is out there, y'all. And when, when, when Satan took dominion, dominion, that is what happened. But the Bible says in Galatians 3 that Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law being made a cause for us. Because he said that cost is everyone that hung, hung, hangs on the tree. And he hung on a tree. Cost for you and I. And that's the reason why we cannot afford to accept poverty. Put up Galatians 3. We're going to read at least read that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can go back and read again. Sometimes we need to go back and look at what you have been delivered from. I'm not going to take the time today. All kinds of sickness, knee trouble is even mentioned. Yeah. Heart failure, yeah. blasting. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> and all the bad stuff. Sometimes you need to go there. When you look at it, don't be afraid of it. Just know you have been delivered from it. So it makes you resist. When you talk about, about not succeeding, not prospering, anything you see there, you know, okay, this is not my portion. But your portion is when you begin to read from the, the place where he talks about the blessing. And the reason why we can enjoy the blessing is because of Galatians 3 from verse 13. We're going to read it from, from here. It says, Christ had redeemed us from the cost of the law, being made a cost for us. For it is written, cost is everyone that hangeth on a tree, 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. What is the blessing of Abraham? Put up Genesis 12. What is the blessing of Abraham? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout it. Tell me, tell me, tell me all. Glory to God. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house. You all need to know what you have been blessed with. Like the back of your hand. Like they will say. Hallelujah. If you don't know it, the enemy will take your lunch and pop the bag. 
It says, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and out of thy kindred, and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great. Thou shalt be a blessing. That means that you're not just struggling to survive and looking for who will give you handouts. That you yourself will give handouts. You will hand out. You will bless people. You will give them. You will preach this gospel to them. It says that you will be a blessing. It says, and I will bless them that bless thee. And I will cause him. We have been reading this wrong. It's recently I saw this. I will cause him that cause thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. The Bible says that through you. Leave it in, in verse 3. Through you, every all the families of the, ble- of the earth will be blessed. And Jesus came to make that possible. Amen? Amen. Now, the reason why I say we sh- you should leave it there, he said, we've been reading it before. I'll bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. No. You know, remember we we're talking about who the destroyer is last time. God wanted it to be very clear that there is only one source of the curse. And that's from the enemy. So that, why is this important? So that you won't be fighting each other and getting into strifes, thinking, you took my money, you took my this. You have, it's because of you I'm not prospering. It's because of you that things are bad in my life. Is that woman in the village? It is not the woman in the village. His source is the enemy. He says, and I will curse him and curse him that curses you. Now he says, curse them that bless thee because he said that will be a blessing. So every time we bless people, because we are partners with God, so it had to be plural. And every time we bless people, God blesses us as well. But he needs us to know only one source of the cause. It's not him, and it's not the woman in the village. And that's the reason why all this stuff about generational causes and stuff like that, you better get away from that thought. Because Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He has redeemed us from every cause. Now it's up to you and I to appropriate it in our lives, to believe it when God said it, to stand our ground and say, I've been redeemed. The enemy should not be pursuing you. You should be the one pursuing the enemy. And he better be running from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this is what the Bible is telling us, that he will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse, curse him. Hallelujah. This is, this is what happens many times. That's why we have to renew our minds. I told you, I, I used to quote it like that. I'll cause them that cause thee. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's look at, let's go to Romans 8. Glory to God. God has blessed me with bling. I'm going to wear it today. Amen. Try to fall off my ear. I'm going to wear you back. I know that it's this stuff that is on, my, on the thing that's pushing it. But All right. Put up Romans 8. For me. Are we there? It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. It says, Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has what made me free from the law of sin and death. So the blessing is now reigning and ruling in our lives. Hallelujah. The blessing. And this is something that we need to constantly be aware of. This is something that we need to constantly put in our heart, in our mouths. Amen? And that is why, first of all, 
we need to make sure, or lastly, I'm not, I'm not spending too long. I'm sure Pastor has a whole lot to, tell, to, you know, to share with us today. But first of all, we need to know something about poverty is this. We should make sure that money is not ruling us. That we are ruling money. This is the way to enjoy this. And the way to make sure that money is not ruling you is by tithes, offerings, and giving like a house on fire for the kingdom. Using your money for the things of God. Joyfully. Happily. You don't need need anybody to tell you, hey, you say, come and take my money. What what is needed in the house? I want to give. I want to be a blessing. And then I want to go out there, make some more, get or collect some more, and bring it back again. This is the mindset. Money will never rule me. Say the same about you yourself. Money will never rule you. I rule over money. Because the Bible says that you can't save God and mammon. And that's the reason why every day we need to be checking our attitudes when it comes to finances. That we are not saving mammon. Making sure that we are not compromising in the things of God. That we are not constantly putting God's things aside. I say, hey, I have to do this first. And this first is for myself or this other thing that is not of God. Praise the Lord. Because there is a way to do it. God, God has called us to walk. He has called us to do stuff. But guess where he is? He is at the top of the list. He is priority and should always stay there. And that's the way that we make sure that we are not ruling that things are not ruling us, but we are ruling them when we put God as number one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you alive? You see, when Jesus rose, he rose with all the riches. He rose in his glory. So whatever glory you can think that God has, you rose with him with all of that. Glory to God. Let's rise up on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. I am so excited. Me too. Woo! Any excited people in the house? Hallelujah. Jesus said it is finished. Tell the person beside you, say it is finished. Say poverty is finished. I'm rich. Rich, rich, rich. Smelling good, rich. Looking good, rich. Hallelujah. We trust that you are blessed by the message. To listen and hear more, catch us at 11.30 on Sunday mornings on YouTube or Facebook at Love Foundation Christian Center. If you have any additional questions or just want to learn more about the church, feel free to contact us at lovefoundcc at gmail.com or visit our website at lovefoundationusa.org. Thanks for listening.